Hey everybody, Manimal here. It's Tuesday, February 14th, and today on the 54th episode of Texas Rangers with the Boys, we're going to talk about a move that happened today in the big leagues. We're also going to field some questions on the Texas Rangers. So when you get done with your Valentine's sweetheart tonight, give Texas Rangers with the Boys a listen. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple Texans who just love the Rangers and love baseball. Uh, this is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YDK, uh, Kevin Frazier. You can uh, find me on the socials at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And uh, joining me tonight, a man who is fired up uh, about the show tonight, as am I and really hype about spring training. I'm not sure he's getting enough sleep right now. So, uh, Manimal, how you doing? My, my buddy, the bull, a.k.a. the Manimal, or AKA Manimal, a.k.a. bull, whatever. Where can they find you on socials, and, and how we doing? Are you, are you super excited like me? Well, I'm good, man. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, some people have Christmas Eve where they wait for Santa. I, like, have spring training Eve where I'm waiting for, like, pitchers and catchers. Yeah. yeah. So, and, tomorrow – tomorrow is the day right so it's like spring training eve like it's like pitchers and catchers eve like mm-hmm. it was twas the night before pitchers and catchers reported and all through the house right oh. something like that yeah like i won't go on too far <laughs> I won't go on, but i'm uh i'm doing pretty pretty good um mm-hmm. you know it's tuesday night so the bull man and i were out watching some high school basketball before the show tonight and uh t- tonight we caught uh, a keller High school mm. versus Keller Central High School, and that would be the Indians of Keller versus the Chargers of Central. Okay. Um, Central got themselves in a, a, a deep hole early and tried to fight their way back, yeah. But at the end, the Keller Indians were just too much on their senior night, and ah. uh, they, they won the game. I'm not sure the final score we left a little early because it was double digits with less than five minutes left to go. And, we have a rule that we leave if it's double digits, but we're talking about social media, right? Because you want to yep. be able to find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull and um, Instagram at Manimal 300. And then if you want to find me on TikTok, I'm at Bull Pro. And I think you can find me if you just search Manimal. And uh, I, I've, I've got a Facebook as well. Um, it's mostly for us older people, and if you ah. look at our demographics, I mean, our our demo is definitely the 35 to 60, so um, you know what they have. They have Facebook, and yeah, you know that I have a Facebook as well, and it's Bull Pro. <laughs> well, hey, and also just uh, something we've uh, got to remember to loop into the show now is... We are being carried on multiple uh, podcasting platforms uh, now, as well as Spotify. Now we are on iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, Apple. I'm sorry, uh, Amazon Music. Um, there's one. There's a couple more on there. Radio. What is it? Radio Buddy. Oh, I, you know, I don't have those <laughs> up right now. I'm not. I'm not I, I'm, I, I dare wow, don't wow. speculate, but uh, uh, I will definitely put those on my. Um, on my <laughs> social medias tonight, so everyone will be able to see them. It's actually yeah. Radio Public, 
Right, radio, oh, radio. public. Okay, there, it is. there it is. Yeah, there so is. Radio, radio Public, public. Apple Podcast, Amazon yes. Music. Yes. And don't forget that we will always be on Spotify. Um, yes. Spotify is our first love. Yes. And yes. we'll always be at the top of our of our our go-tos when we when we mention our carriers. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so just really wherever you can find your uh, typical podcasting, you can find us. And, uh, you know, just uh, a, just a real quick, uh, it's, it's Valentine's Day. And uh, apparently, yeah, and we had to get away from our legitimate Valentine's uh, because we're such fanatics about baseball to get on here and jibber jabber uh, about the Texas Rangers. But it's because of the fact that it's, they had to put valentine's day on spring training eve and what are we going to do but talk about baseball the eve of spring training i'm not gonna lie my wife just told me to get the hell out she was like (laughs) you just go do something else besides bug the shit out of me oh excuse my language (laughs) there but that's basically what she told me she was she's like i've had enough of you like i can't i can't laugh no more (laughs) <laughs> or or whatever she said, it probably wasn't laugh no more. I, in my mind, I'm funny, but <laughs> she probably differs in most cases. <laughs> well, that is hilarious. Um, so we do have a little bit of around the horn or a lot around the league right now. Uh, there was a, a a really after we talked about this, it became a little more perplexing. It felt like the the plot thickened as we talked about it. There's a pretty big signing today, uh, starting pitcher they got signed. Uh, why don't we talk about that? Well, uh, you know, Michael Walker comes off the board today, and I think he's probably about the best pitcher available uh, that that isn't a reliever, and he might even be the best pitcher available that is uh, yeah. all-around pitcher, reliever, whatever. But uh, the perplexing part to me is that he signs a uh, a four-year was it $26 million contract? It might even be a little lower than that. Um, but uh, let me pull it up because I had to pull up all of our providers. Okay. So okay. we could talk about that. So, okay, here's the walk a deal. Um, four years and $24 million. So that was that's a little bit uh, less than I would have imagined that Michael Walker was going to get this year. I would have thought that he might take a one year, but it does say that there's a complex structure of this contract that includes both team and player options. So it probably has a player option on the back end of this year, just because if he does pitch well again this year, he's going to probably want to test those waters again next year, or he might want to just get re-upped or extended by the Padres. So we'll, We'll just kind of see. We'll, we'll we'll see how that goes over the year. But you know, we kind of expected Walker to be off the board way earlier than this. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I wouldn't have been shocked if uh, he was a Ranger at one point. But uh, they kind of fell out of love with him and fell in love with uh, his teammate from last year, Nathan Eovaldi. And uh, um, you know, I think maybe maybe they uh, they like him as a pitcher a little bit better. And um, you know, the Padres. They're going to try that six-man rotation, and I think uh, uh, Walker will probably fit into that pretty nicely. Yeah, I, I, I was when I looked at the numbers, we had talked about Walker a few times, uh, just off air and on air, 
about a guy that the Rangers could possibly uh, sign. And and again, like I, I'm by no means um, disappointed with the signings that the Rangers did make. But I'm also looking at this one and looking at the contract, looking at the money and just going, how did, what, what, how did you pass on this guy? Um, and let the, let the, the Padres who kind of, you're in a rich get richer situation. Well, and, and, why and did really pass on him? it kind of feels like why? Yeah. Like not just the Rangers. I mean, but like other teams that were, that were needing starting pitching and were, you know, starved for starving, starting pitching. Uh, didn't run after him or even some of these bad, bad teams that, you know, four years, 24 million, that's a pretty good deal on a guy like Michael Walker. And if you're feeling like you're kind of on the verge of, of breaking out a little bit, he might be a good guy to have at the front end of your rotation until you do break out. Yeah. I, I, I anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm a little perplexed. Yeah. I'm a little yeah, perplexed that it took you this long to get him off the board, but, uh, you know, another great thing about San Diego is, uh, you know, they're not in the American League. Yeah. So it'll be, you know, not something that the Rangers have to worry a ton about. And, uh, um, you know, it seems like we talked about that a lot this year. And and, in the National League, it was still pretty the same old, same old that we think are going to be right there in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, man, yeah, I just – I. I want to see this team have the best players <laughs> they can possibly get. I love, I love uh, deals where you, you get a good player for a good, for a good price. And I just felt like that was, that was just what happened here. And yeah. It felt like well, it was low and, risk. you know, it's one of those things where uh, the Rangers have been that team for a lot of years and we're kind of used to that little bit, a little bit, you know, where, because it, you know, it happened quite a bit there for a while between minor and, Nick Martinez and Lance Lynn and uh, others that, you know, came in here and, and really changed up who they were and became uh, a completely different pitcher and won, some, won a lot of ball games here. And, uh, you know, so we, we have become accustomed to those being the type of players that the Rangers go after and try and get them on the, the, on the cutting floor price. And, and this year they didn't do that. They went out and they spent money and they spent money on, Pitchers that line up with their farm system. Right. And I think um, Walker could have probably done that if you'd offered him two and 24 too. He'd have probably been all over that thing right there. I, I don't, I, yeah, I agree. No, I, I agree. Um, well, um, why don't go, we go ahead? I was going to say we, uh, I was going to say it's uh, a great time right now to maybe talk about our sponsor, huh? Oh, it is a great time. I was, we were on the same page. Like we, you called my spot, brother. It's funny uh, because I've been working on the fly for uh, a lot of years. So it it comes to me naturally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like we were in the headlock and, and, you know, we just, uh, you called the spot from underneath. You, you mind if I give this a try tonight? Hey, you know what? Why not? Like I I love doing it, but we're, we're a team dude. Take off. I'll sit here and listen to the artwork in motion. Friday, March 31st, Martin House Brewery, 7 p.m. bell time with a 6 p.m. Texas Rangers with the boys. Join Matt War Pro in cooperation with Texas Rough House, Martin House, and Buffalo Brothers 
for a big night of wrestling for the Hell's Half Acre Championship Tournament. I believe it starts with a battle royal, if I'm not mistaken. I got my run sheet. Wow. And uh, I'm, it starts with the battle royal. You may be eliminated in the battle royal. You may move on to a match in the battle royal. So it's uh, it's really questionable on how things are going to end up. But it's really, uh, you know, it's it's quite uh, it's quite the uh, quite the tournament. I will say that. So there's a good chance that I will be uh, moving on from the tournament, you know, because I'm hard to get out of the top of the ring being a big dude. True. But there's True. some big dudes in this thing. So we'll see. Um, but overall, I just wanted to let everybody know that the Manimal is coming away with that Texas Heritage Championship, and uh, we're going to celebrate at Buffalo Brothers with uh, 100 wings. Oh, my gosh. So little did I know, ladies and gentlemen, that this was not uh, Manimal's attempt at a commercial, but this was actually his press, his promo. This was a wrestling promo for him telling you guys – uh, and myself included, that he's going to win that championship uh, oh, yes. on that night. And and you know what? I just give you all the props in the world for it because that was a heck of a promo, and it was a heck of a commercial all at one time. And I can't wait to go out and watch a good night of wrestling, talk some baseball. It's going to be a blast. Uh, so, yeah, come out, check us out, Texas Rangers with the boys. Uh, I, I don't believe opening day will have happened. <laughs> no, opening day will be Thursday and the show will be Friday. So it will probably be an exclusive opening day show at Martin House. Yeah. And so really exciting. We got everything going on that weekend. So huge weekend. Uh, so really come out and join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. So let's jump into these questions. Uh, we did have a question. All right. I've got of- the first Go question here is uh, from... Eric B. in Little Elm. Okay, Eric B. And his question is, with Jack Leiter falling out of the top 50, do Mm -hmm. you believe that's concerning? Or should we just stay with the ship here? And I think it is a little concerning, right? Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. a little bit. Not, Not overly concerning. It's his first year of professional baseball. He's coming out of really a a shortened year in Vanderbilt one year with the COVID and then a second year at Vanderbilt where they didn't play as many games as they probably normally would with, you know, COVID still being a thing uh, Mm -hmm. that, that was canceling baseball games left and right because people were still getting it at a very high rate. So they didn't play as many baseball games in 2021 either. Um, and then, you know, and he goes right to double A, which is a, mm-hmm. you know, that's a pretty lofty assignment for a kid that's only thrown, you know, maybe a hundred innings in a little more than a hundred innings in his two college seasons. So we could look at it and say, Hey, the lofty assignment, Let's see how he does this year Um, because I'm not a hundred percent sure. I mean, I still think that he's probably going to get the move and move on to triple a this year and pitch at round rock, but we'll just kind of see, maybe he'll start back at, uh, at Frisco and, and, and give him a couple of starts to see if he can dominate at that level. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, I, 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 you know me, I'm like sink or swim, throw him out there. 
Um, let's see what they got. You know, I'm I'm asking you last year, you know, or you think Lighter could take it, could hack it in the bigs. Um, but in, in all actuality, hindsight's 2020. Uh, that's why I'm not a professional baseball manager or talent uh, manager as well. You know, I'm a fan and I get excited. But I still think looking back hindsight, you know, maybe his program was a little bit too accelerated. And again, it's just a, a speculation that well, maybe he was pushed along a little too fast. And, and maybe had he just gone through the normal, you know, uh, well, I think even they, even had he started a, even a level lower at Hickory, he probably would have been a completely different pitcher. Yeah. So we'll just have to monitor it and kind of see how he does this year. But the reason, I mean, he fell down out of the top 50 prospects is because, I mean, numbers, right? Like it was a numbers game. It isn't like, the you know, his his fastball, slider, curveball, changeup are all still the same pitches. They've mm-hmm. still got good life on all four of them. So we'll just kind of wait and, and see and see how he acclimates again this year as he's another year older and – and you know he's starting to pitch with some of these guys that are are uh, a little more seasoned, and and see how things go. Right, right, I agree, and I, I think it. You know, it's also worth mentioning while we're talking about Lighter, about um, you know his teammate uh, in college, uh, Rocker, uh, Kumar Rocker. Yeah. And I, what I want to say is that, and again, this is my opinion, and again, hindsight being twenty twenty, I'm not a coach, I'm not on the ground. I just I, I don't want them to do the same thing with him. I know he's a little like what can a little extra time to get them, you know, acclimate to this this level of baseball, what can that hurt? He can always move through the system really fast if he's you know, if he's just way too good for the, the yeah. level they start him at. Yeah, I I agree. I don't know that it would hurt anything. I think they would have, you know, had a chance last year to see lighter uh, you know, uses plus pitches a little bit more against talent that was maybe closer to his age group. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think it's a reason to be too down. And, I, you know, I don't think it's a reason to not start Kumar Rocker there just because it didn't go the way that you wanted it to go for Jack Leiter. You know, right. like, I don't think yeah. there's any reason to not start Rocker there. And if you do, I mean, if, if Rocker starts at at Hickory this year, probably believe that he starts there because they were worried about what happened with Lighter last year, and they don't want him to to have a, a, a negative coming out of that first year of Pro Bowl. Right, right, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But I, I um, you know, I'm not, I'm I'm not going off of anything that's based other than my opinion. So. I don't want anybody to say like, oh man, you know, Rocker, it's going to be, you know, a, a dangerous assignment for him if he starts at Frisco because, you know, maybe he's just like uh, lighter, but you don't want to say that. And, you know, I mean, like, I mean, I even wouldn't even be mad at him if Owen White started at AAA uh, instead of getting some more time at AA. So, you know, like, I mean, we'll just kind of see how things shake out as these uh, next couple of weeks play out with these young guys awesome awesome well um i do believe we had one other i'm going to kind of lump this in as uh, it kind of mixes this in with our question and with news just because it's, it's kind of news and, and, and it's a, a question. question yeah yeah so yeah that is i heard rumor 
truth that Greg Maddox um, will be at spring training. Yes, he's going to be at spring training. The question is, what kind of effect do you think, you know, having the Maddox brothers uh, at your spring training, uh, what what kind of effect is that? And it's kind of interesting. Isn't it interesting that, like, the Maddoxes are so invested in the Rangers, you know, like, oh, you did, like yeah, I mean, yeah, why I, not the, the, the Braves or the, the Cubs, the teams that, that, you know, Greg played for it just, it's just, it's just so cool for us to be able to have this opportunity. Well, and I, I imagine he was probably a special assistant with the Cardinals the last couple of years and a special mm-hmm. assistant with the Nationals a couple, a couple of years before that. So uh, mm-hmm. it, it, I, I think it, it never hurts to have somebody like, Greg Maddox at your camp and I mean he's the the he's the greatest fielding pitcher of all time right I mean sure. he's got like 40 of those gold glove gimmicks because he played until he was like 63 because he was pinpointing fastballs on the outside part of the plate yeah at 90 miles an hour even at what 42 43 there yeah. um but I mean, it never hurts taking advantage of having a guy like that that that's willing to give up his time in March every year, March and or February and March to to come out to Arizona or Florida or wherever his brother happens to be at the time and and mm-hmm. and give back to those young kids. And I mean, you know, there's no one that's ever been better. So I mean, like he can. He can give guys that little bit of an edge that maybe you know they needed to get over that hump or wherever they were in in uh, you know in their spot in the game right now. Yeah, I I agree. I think it's a cool thing. Um, just cool to have a guy like that. Really, just have both of those uh, both of the brothers, uh, the Maddox brothers, to be uh, to be out there and just to be uh, helping out these kids. Uh, you know, especially given the the depth of talent on the uh, on the Texas Rangers pitching staff that we've talked about at length. Uh, so, yeah, and, and there isn't anything that those kids, you know, they can learn a lot from Greg Maddox. Every one of them. Yeah, agreed. Um, okay, so we both question. agree. We we, we both we agree both that agree. that's good. That Greg good. Maddox good. in spring training. Nice, yeah. nice question, Eric. A good one. <laughs> And then um, last last question. This is, comes from uh, Kevin in uh, Fort Worth. Um, that's me. Ooh, so, Kevin in Fort Worth, <laughs> huh? You really laced that one up good. And, it, and I and I feel like, like I is... see I see like me hitting this ball out of the ballpark here. Whatever the question is, I have no idea what it's going to be. But well, so so. This one's actually, for some reason, a little bit controversial, but I think it's something that's kind of like an elephant in the room. Um, but it needs to be talked about. And it's something that I feel like, you know, needs to almost kind of the result of this question. I want to kind of land in a place where it's like this is kind of our anthem or our our kind of our motto for the year. Um, and that is, you know, what last year the Rangers were one of only two teams and there there are some variables that 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 surround this but either or with a brand new stadium um with you know all the money that they put into the team the coolest sunday jerseys uh in the league you know the texas rangers were one of two teams last year whose attendance actually dropped from 2021 to 2022 and bull i know that uh you you have a little bit of insight as to maybe what some of that is but either or 
it's still not an encouraging thing as a fan. And my question really is, is like, will the fans show up this year and support this team um, the way that they should? And can we turn this into a baseball town? I found two questions. I'd like to say that they're going to show up if this is, I feel like this is a good baseball team. So they're going to show up. That being said, I have no idea. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, when the when the Rangers were good in 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 15, mm-hmm. 16, even a little bit in 17, you know, the, the fans, they showed up on their at their convenience, you know, like at their leisure. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you know, they definitely showed up in the World Series. They right. definitely showed up in the ALCS, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but there were times where during those parts of the season, and I think a lot of that had to do with, I mean, we all remember what the old ballpark was like in June, July, August, and how hot it was. So I think that had a lot to do with, in the past, why people didn't come out. So they got rid of that problem. And people still aren't coming out. So I don't know. You know, maybe the problem never was the stadium. Maybe maybe the problem mm-hmm. was always just the fact that, you know, people around here, maybe they don't, you know, I mean, they maybe don't like baseball or maybe they don't like the fact that the Rangers have let them down. I don't, you know, I don't know what the, what the case well, is. But uh, at the end of the day, I think a lot of it more than anything is is that, we got to get out to the ballpark this year and support this team and 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 mm. and start making this new ballpark that we have feel like a, a a ballpark that you know has a good vibe instead of a ballpark that uh you know kind of seems bland inside and kind of seems bland with just in, uh, you know in general and, and it doesn't have like that uh you know like it just doesn't have that baseball feel just yet but I have a feeling if the Rangers are in the playoffs or the Rangers are playing well down the stretch and there's a lot of people there that it has a chance to feel really nice and feel like a base, baseball a baseball stadium because you know we've been I've been to domes and other places that it still it feels it feels like a good it feels like good baseball vibe and you know I mean cuz like Houston feels like a good baseball vibe when they're in there and and they're playing for something down the stretch and there's 45,000 people in there. And, you know, I mean, the same can kind of be said about some of those other places that have those retractables. You know, if there's good baseball to be played, then, you know, people are going to enjoy it. You know, I mean, Arizona is a good place to watch baseball when they're winning and when they're good. And when there's a lot of people there. Right. I agree. And And Seattle too. Yeah. I, I think for me, it's like, it, it, it when I when I'm looking at the numbers, you know, I was just like, it was a little bit discouraging, um, just because, like I said, I, I was, you know, I was in Florida last year and I, I didn't get to go to any games, and I would have loved to have had the privilege to go see the Rangers live after having signed Seager and uh, Simeon, and uh, you know, obviously, I, it, we didn't have the show back then. I wasn't a huge fan of the signing, but it did encourage me to want to come out and watch John Gray pitch. Uh, see some of these young players, you know, that are that were coming up and getting their first chances to play in the bigs. I uh, wasn't excited to see some of the coaching decisions or maybe Charlie Culberson, but and, and maybe that had a little bit to do with it. But you know, I think I think at this point we've we've come past that. Um, last year's behind us. 
But let's see what um, this thing, if it's a winner, and let's see how this uh, this town reacts to, you know, yeah. I mean, because uh, this this has been a good baseball town in the past, and we've I've definitely been to World Series games where it felt like a baseball town. So, um, you know, let's bring that vibe to the to the to the season this year more than just if they're winning down the stretch. Let's let's start it early and, and keep people going to the games. No, I agree. And I, I think the, I, I just want to encourage you, all of our listeners, you know, go to the games, watch on television, um, you know, what you can. I know Bally Network's a little tough, but try try to do what and you And that could be do. another watch. thing, really, too, you know, we mm-hmm. that that keeps people from, you know, they can't watch the games on TV because Bally's is, is uh, screwing them over on Mm-hmm. Dish Network and and Spectrum and all of that and you know I mean that could be another thing that keeps people from going out they don't they don't care as much because they can't watch the local team on TV and you can't get MLB TV because um it, it blacks out the Ranger games right 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 no I agree but either or you know go to the games watch on television if you can buy the gear you know get you a Power Blue uh, Sunday hat. And just support the team, and let's turn this into a baseball town. And uh, you know, I'm a big Cowboys fan, but let's you know, let's let's let them hear us hear the hear us rumbling uh, across the parking lot over there at uh, Cowboys Stadium, uh, and see, hey, what's going on uh, over there at the barn or whatever they call well, it. No, the stadium. Should we should we give it a name? I mean, because it's the like Death the Star, barn. right? Like the I, I like the barn, man. I don't care what if that's a negative or not, but it needs to no, be like the barn. It isn't bad the barn. I mean like I mean if we have something right, like it's worth it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We got it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so you know that wasn't that wasn't as overly dramatic as I thought we were going to be on that. But uh <laughs> um you know, the, the, hey, one more sleep. Spring training will be here tomorrow, so uh, yep. Thursday will be a fun time. Um, I'll be traveling the next couple of weeks starting Thursday, so we'll get these things up and going as I can. And uh, okay. I apologize in advance if I don't have everything up the night that we record or something like that because I'm on the road. But I'll be on Western time, so I've got a couple of extra hours to get it out there. Okay, awesome. Well, yeah, I look forward to hey, everybody. Spring training starts tomorrow, so happy spring training eve. We will be catching up with you guys again on Thursday. Um, that's all I got for tonight. I think that's all we've got for tonight. Um, and just another show in the bag. Some exciting things coming from us in our digital, um, the digital side and our media uh, website and, uh, you know, really just increasing our reach a little bit and just trying to grow our audience. But a big thank you to all of you who have uh, you know, beginning and support us. We just uh, really appreciate it. And we're really excited about baseball. We're going to have so much to talk about over these next couple of weeks. So super excited about it. Thanks everybody for listening. This is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out.